If we were standing in your physical shoes, these would be some of our mantras. I've decided that I'm a good person and that I deserve good things to happen to me. And therefore, I've decided that I'm going to pamper myself as much as possible. I'm going to look for as much fun. I'm going to look for as much fulfillment. I'm going to look for as much ease. I'm going to follow my ease. I'm going to follow my bliss. I'm going to follow my flow. I'm going to follow the good feeling. I'm going to get let the good times roll. I'm going to have a lot of fun. I'm going to hang around with people that are fun to be with. I'm going to look for reasons to feel good. I'm going to keep a diary of good feeling things. I'm going to call it my book of positive aspects. I'm going to get a box. I'm going to call it my creation box. I'm going to throw all kinds of good stuff in it, and I'm going to proclaim it as mine. I'm going to accept the reality of this vibrational reality and I'm going to go there as often as I can. I'm going to bask. When I find myself basking, I'm going to milk it with everything that I've got. I'm going to look for other people that are doing the same. I'm going to trust that law of attraction is going to cue me up with them. I'm going to feel less responsible to fewer people. I'm not going to let other people make me feel guilty about what I'm doing. I'm not going to take responsibility for where other people are, no matter who they are or how related they think they are to me. I'm going to take no responsibility for how anybody else feels my marriage vows are gonna say I like you pretty good let's see how it goes I like you pretty good let's see how it goes I just need to warn you that nothing that you do will have any effect on the way I feel I'm good I've got that one down I'm not gonna hold you responsible for how I feel ever so just please yourself and make yourself happy because that's what I plan to do and if they go running and screaming away afraid then say good Good, this is good, because I am queuing myself up for alignment. I had a death experience when I was 17 that showed me that life is supposed to feel good for me. And I am going to figure out a way to carve that feeling out of every single day of my life experience, because that's who I really am. That's what I came to live. What's up, guys? It is your host, Sherelle, aka Relly. For those of you who don't know me, this is Serendipity Podcast, and I appreciate you for listening. Today is March 2nd. It is 7 p.m. at night, and I just got through finished making dinner. I made a steak and some asparagus and some, what else did I make? Um, Some cheddar broccoli noodles. Um, so I'm hyped about eating that once I'm done with the podcast. Uh, today, I have an exciting topic that I actually want to talk about that I was so interested in Googling earlier. Um, so, okay, here goes. I believe this is episode like 19 or 20 already in the second season. That's a lot of podcasts for me, especially for someone who I just kind of do it on the whim. Like my podcast literally It's just based off of me talking in my space, saying what's on my mind, unfiltered, unapologetic. So if you have a friend, welcome to my podcast. And I fucking love you for listening. And you're fucking awesome if you don't know. So today's topic is called type of love slash lover. What kind of love exists and what type of lover are you, if that makes sense? So I have like a list that I kind of got from the internet like numerous of numerous excuse me numerous of sources on the internet just to kind of explain the type of love that exists and the thing that intrigued me the most about um love in general was how the greek mythology uh thought about love so they had like this this way of thinking this mentality of how love should be 
And I'm just going to put it into perspective of how they thought of love. And I'm going to explain the, um, the categories, right? So here we go. The type of love that exists, right? There are four types of love in Greek, in the Greek mindset. Okay, let's just call it that. In the Greek mindset, there are four types of love. It's called eros, which is the love of the body, right? Uh, philia, affectionate love, and storge, which is love of the child, right? Now, of course, there are three other, well, four others, which is um, agape, selfless love, ludus, which is playful love, pragma, long-lasting love, and I think how you say this, feluda, felucia, I think. I'm not sure if, if I'm saying that right. Whatever, point is you can Google it. If I said it wrong, totally sorry. The point is it's, it means love of self, right? But I just want to focus on the four, which is eros, philia, and storge, okay? And the other four, we can kind of dibble and dabble in a little bit, but I just know that something that really stuck out to me, that there was a, a quote by Socrates for eros, right? It comes from the word erotica, really, which means love of the body. Socrates once said, it allows the soul to recall knowledge of beauty. Okay, so a lot of people have their reasons for loving someone else, correct? You don't know just yet. Let's just pretend if you were never in love before and someone taught you this way to love, correct? This is the way that I feel personally would kind of work if we kind of switch our mindsets of how we should learn to love, right? Now, the normality of how we love today is the fact that you would be with someone for a long time and that you're supposed to have sex with them and you're supposed to fuck them and you're supposed to have all this all these like bills and shit together and live with one another. And that's the way love is supposed to be. But what if, which of course society is usually fucking wrong. The, the way we are taught to love is really fucked up, right? Technically you making sure that you're making someone else happy or that's the way you're supposed to love them. That's not true. What if none of these things exist? But the fact that the Greeks actually learned and figured out how love is actually supposed to be, it kind of helps people along the way, such as this generation, on how to love. And I think when I was, when I'm always with patients, it's actually pretty fucking accurate that the Greeks were correct. That the fact that eventually sex fades, you know what I'm saying? I've met couples that were together for extremely long. Like I'm talking about years, especially my grandparents. They were together for like 60 something years. Okay. And after a while, sex fades out, right? So what do you have with that person left? Okay. Uh, so philia, which is affectionate type of love. What if that's the type of love that you wind up meeting with someone? There are plenty different types of love. Yes. But what if a person necessarily isn't on your love, um, not isn't on your love list, isn't on your level of sexuality, of sex in general, whatever, but you just have love for them, being affectionate with them, or just showing some sort of affection doesn't necessarily mean that you're fucking them or making love to them. It just means that there's an affection, love, like a touch, or just kind of being in their space. Um, there's different types of intimacy. Okay. Now, I coincided because I was kind of Googling everything. Like I, I got so amazed at the education just on love because I was always told that, you know, 
I love hard, which I pretty much adore. But I remember there was one time that I was with somebody for a very, 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 very long time. We got into an argument and he said to me, uh, money doesn't grow on trees and neither does love. So love doesn't pay the bills is what he told me pretty much. He said, love doesn't pay the bills. So I think the way I love differently now or in general, how I've always, I matter of fact, scratch that. I knew I was always a different type of lover when I started to realize that I found less people that believed in that there is love, you know, that doesn't exist. Or maybe that it does, it does exist. Excuse me. I got tongue tied and kind of twisted in my thoughts right there. I was forgetting what I was supposed to say and said something completely different. That probably made no sense. But the point is, I believe for sure that love comes in a way that we least expect it. And even if it's not the love that you want right then and there, it's some sort of love that you fathom in your mind that this is how you wanted it, right? So there's specific type of love that I really like. And that's usually just, even just the, like that, like I said, affectionate. That works for me too. And let me see my music real quick. Hold on. Okay. So now I'm going to explain the types of lovers, right? Because I'm going to go back to the type of love too. But Remember what I said, Eros is a love of the body, Philia is affectionate love, Storge is love of love of the child, okay, it means that's, that, that's a natural love, okay, like family, and of course you have agape, which is selfless love. Now, there's types of lovers, and I want you to choose which one you are. Now, there's 18 of them, so I'm going to quickly say this. Um... The type of lovers there are, and I found this from herway.net, H-E-R-W-A-Y.net. The types of lovers are givers, takers, controllers, pleasers, selfish, oh, selfish ones, and doubters, actors, adventure seekers, broding lovers, meaning like you can never freaking please them at all, materialistic lovers, straying lovers, Meaning like, you know, of, of course, one minute they're all up on you and then the next minute they kind of stray away eventually. Um, there's helpers, there's possessive lovers, loyal partners, passionate lovers, romantics, compromisers, and enthusiastics. Um, now, what type of lover am I? I am definitely a giver. Um, I would say I'm a pleaser too. I would say at times, depending on the situation, like if I'm scared, I'm a straying lover too, because I feel like I'll get scared the fact that I might get my heart broken. So I'll kind of stray away a little bit. And obviously a lot of people know that about me in general. That's literally with every friendship. I kind of stray away a little bit, but I'm always like around. Like if you ever needed to call me or text me or something like that, I'm always around. So that's the type of lover that I am. But the type of lover that you need to find out um, if you are or not, you should kind of ask your partner, like, what kind of lover do you think I am to you? Is it working for us? Is it, am I that kind of person where you're going to be able to rely on me? Am I that type of person where I'm straying away? Am I 
a doubter, like ask your partner what type of lover they are. I am still trying to find like a good track for my, there's like so much music that I have like on my Spotify. Ooh, yes. Okay, so back to what I was saying. Now we were talking about type of love, right? So I would just suggest that if you are having trouble in your love life, whether it's becoming new to the game and you're trying to date, or whether you're in a relationship, I think that you should kind of look in different ways to see what kind of lover you are and the type of love that you are able to give someone, right? And again, that also coincides with love languages too. I love finding out people's love language, you know? Um, let me see if I can list the types of love language. There is uh, gifts, acts of uh, acts of service, right? Time, affection. Oh, what is the other one? Acts of service, time, affection. Let me see if I can remember the last one. Oh my God, I usually know this. I forgot. I forgot. So sorry, guys. Hold on. Let me see. Okay, types of love language. Let me make sure I had this right. Affirmations. Oh, yeah. Quality time. Affirmations, quality time, acts of service, physical touch and gifts. Mine is quality time, definitely, and physical touch. Like, I'm very affectionate with somebody that I, I care about. I love hugs and stuff like that. That's how I am. With my friends, um, because you can have a different love language for friends, too. I love giving positive affirmations to my friends to make them you know, know that they are fucking dope as shit. You know, I would not hang around people who I think are shit. And if it so happens that are people that come in your life that kind of are pretty shitty, then best of believe I'm going to fucking tell you. Everybody knows that. Um, I would definitely say acts of service for me too. Like I love doing things like that, I, whether it's either for my community or just something in general um, other than myself. But I, I, to, to sum up this episode, I was just trying to just mention that the type of love that you deserve comes in all different ways. But I think the fact that we are so used to loving a specific way that you should kind of change your mentality a little bit. Because just because you live with someone and you know, society states that you're supposed to be having sex with this person all the time or you're supposed to be like just trying to make them happy with the bills and doing the same thing. That's not really love, honestly. If you're able to still have some sort of affectionate, some sort of philia type of love to that person, then maybe that person is for you. If there's like months that you can kind of or even weeks Okay, I know this is 2021, guys. I'm clearly aware that everyone's fucking right now. I totally get it, especially during a pandemic. You and your spouse are probably fucking away, whatever. The point is, or even so, you probably met somebody new and you think they're so hot and you're just like, oh my God, like I want them so bad. What if that little bitty lust that you have for them right then and there fades after like a year? And let's not forget the honeymoon stage in a relationship is the first year. Literally, it's the first year. So I would say just to make sure that you're able to, if you're really going to give yourself to someone, 
just to make sure that it's a person that will able to understand the type of love you give and the type of love that you receive, if that makes sense, if I said it correctly. Um, let me see. Let me see, let me see, let me see. Other than that, I would just say each love has their their own um their own pains and pleasures, right? The fact that friendships uh has their own type of love that has their own pain and pleasure. Um whether it's a work, a co-worker relationship, there it has a like a certain kind of love and respect, of course, in a respectable way. Um, they have their own type of love because I actually loved my coworkers. Anybody that I usually worked with, uh, I'm not talking about the people that I really didn't like. I'm talking about people that I really, 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 really cared for. They, they come in this like box for me, in a box of respect, boundaries, love, and professionalism. You know, so you can have love for your coworkers for sure. But then there's also love that I have for my friends. You know, they know me on a more intimate level, meaning like they, we've had conversations and they kind of seen the things that I went through. So there's a type of love. And that's also called a, uh, what is it? Ludus type of love, like a playful love, kind of like some people just know. And let me get something out the way here. For those of you who are confused by my podcast or confused by my IG, I'm a very free-spirited person. Doesn't mean whatever type of pictures that you see or whatever that I do talk about or because I'm so comfortable in talking about sex does not necessarily mean I'm the type of person to have sex a lot. So please do not like say that about me at all, even though I really don't give a fuck what you got to say about me. <laughs> but the point is that everything comes in a box for me, you know, and the fact that I'm in this huge agape type of love, which is selfless love. Um, it's like a, a sense of, I don't know, I would say freedom. The fact that I'm learning that I can still love myself and be happy and okay with myself. And I want my friends to experience that too. So the type of lover that I would want, let's see, somebody asked me, what is the type of lover that you would want? Hmm. I definitely want a loyal lover. I definitely would want a a giver and a taker. Because I don't want, you know, my partner to feel like they're that I'm giving them too much or they're taking too much vice versa. I would also would want a lover that is a passionate lover. Like, please don't be all sorts of, you know, good. And all of a sudden we get to that level and you just whack as hell. Okay. Like in the bed. I'm like, let's, let's go there for a second because in 2021, if you, if you're going to have a real conversation some way or another, even if it's sex or not sex involved, sex will eventually become in the conversation. Okay. People have a hard time understanding that even if you love someone that everything is going to be great. Right. But sometimes, sometimes people will base their love off of sex. Right. Don't lie. Don't fucking lie. (laughs) Some people will say that they will leave somebody because their sex game is off. 
Okay, so what type of lover are you then? What type of lover? <laughs> what type of lover is that? That means that you only like somebody for the physical sense. And that is, I mean, aren't we all that way though? Like, let's say like, for example, right? I'm gonna just make up a scenario, which is a personal, it's not a personally true scenario, but let's just say if it was, because it usually goes like this for most of us. I would say most of the time, I said like if you're single, and your friends, you know, y'all going out, whatever, and they constantly noticing that you ain't got nobody. They start wanting to ask you questions, what type of person you like, blah, blah, blah. And they ain't trying to hook you up, right? They trying to hook you up with one of their friends. They trying to put you on dating apps and shit, right? And then let's talk about the ones that, let's say like if you were online and you seen somebody that you like, if their picture is not good, Better be sure you about to swipe left, my man. You about to swipe left and not even like think twice. Like that person was ugly. I'm not talking to them. First of all, they look. They got a pimple on their face with their main icon picture. It is too much. Sometimes it's really too much. And I'm not gonna lie. When I was on dating apps, I'd be swiping left for like a whole fucking hour until I get them coins. That coin search thing. Not the coin search. It's like a coin thing that you gotta earn in order to continue to swipe. And I'll be like, fuck that. I'll just wait till tomorrow. I'm not doing it. Swipe, keep swiping left the next day. But we also go to people for physical looks, and which is really messed up. But it's reality. Sometimes those are the people that can actually love us the best. So I would just say keep an open mind. And I heard a lot of people are kind of settling during this time during the pandemic. And they just want love, which kind of questions why does a pandemic kind of minimize your expectations of how someone looks you know what I mean anyway um I just want you guys to just be aware of the type of people a type of person that we are even when there's no one around to actually say I love you what type of lover are you what type of friend are you what type of love do you give your friends what type of uh child are you to your parents what type of love do you give them what type of lover have you been these past few years you know what i mean are you able to change it the greek mythology they were they weren't wrong at all i just think the fact that we as humans we're told something this entire life of ours and we believe it so much and living with someone necessarily doesn't mean that it's going to be good for the rest of your life. You can live separately and still be in love. As long as you have like boundaries and respect. You know what I mean? So just know that love comes and love goes. But what are the reasons? Is it based on how you love someone? Obviously, because if you're still fucking up in your love life, or if you don't have one, then maybe you need to work on yourself. And that's exactly what I'm doing. So I just hope that you guys... Like the podcast, I was definitely trying to formulate my thoughts because I didn't. I usually write them down a little bit better, but I just went on a whim today, so I just really appreciate you guys listening. I fucking love you, first of all, and you're awesome. And if nobody's ever telling you this shit, you're awesome. And I say that with with true meaning to it. The fact that you're one person, it's only one you. Blast that fucking music in your car. Blast it in your headphones and just know like, you know what? I've been through so much shit. I'm going to find love one day or love is going to find me. Love is going to find me. I'm such an awesome person. Wait your turn. Wait your turn. I love you guys.